What's up, happy lifers? Happy Cyber Monday. Or is it called Merry Cyber Monday? I'm not sure with these holidays uh, which one, but for the sake of Happy Life Studios, let's call it Happy Cyber Monday. I'm also not sure that Cyber Monday is even a holiday, but it is happier holidays time here in Happy Life Studios. Uh, the most wonderful time of the year for us. I love doing podcasts on the holidays. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about Cyber Monday, but not really Cyber Monday. Happy Holiday. Welcome. Happy Holiday. To Happy Life Studios. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy Holidays to you. We're here to make your happy holidays even happier. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. Happier So let's talk about Cyber Monday, but not really Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday is the Monday after Black Friday, which is the Friday after Thanksgiving. I hope your Thanksgiving was a thankful one. I hope it was full of thanks, as we've been talking about. I know it's different for a lot of people right now, but I still hope that it was full of thanks because that's the point of Thanksgiving is giving thanks, but not just giving it, but being full of it. So I want to tag in a little bit more on that right now. I feel like oftentimes when we head down a path or or we decide to better ourselves or whatever, what we really need is we need some reminders, we need some accountability, we need to be reminded of kind of the thought process, the perception we have or the goal that we tried to set before us. And so we've been talking the last couple of weeks, few weeks on Thanksgiving and giving thanks and being full of thanks. And I want to tag into that as we jump forward now. Thanksgiving has happened. So for most people, I think the holiday season has started. I guess there's probably many that that don't want to start this soon. But but I know for our family, um, my wife has to hold me off. Uh, when, when Halloween is done, I'm ready to start celebrating, but she always holds me off until Thanksgiving. Anyway, it's kind of the formal start of the holiday season at Thanksgiving. And when Thanksgiving is done, we start looking forward towards towards Christmas. So before we jump forward to Christmas, I want to stay back a little bit further on Thanksgiving to remind us, I, I feel like our holidays, our Christmas, our New Year's, and even our New Year is going to be way better if we remember what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, being full of thanks. I don't really want to talk about Cyber Monday because Cyber Monday is really about the time when all electronics go on sale and, and uh, you know, it's kind of like the Black Friday for computers and technology and things like that. And cyber actually means technology, but it also means automated or automatic. And that's why I want to tag on this one more time because, like I said, if, if Thanksgiving is only one day long, and as long as we talk about it before Thanksgiving, once Thanksgiving is done, we often tend to forget about it. So 
when we talk about it after Thanksgiving is finished, I think it reminds us to, to kind of muscle memory, so to speak, to, to stay on, on task of being full of thanks. Like I said, if you take all your thankfulness and you put it into one day and then you split that up throughout, throughout the rest of the year, it's just, it's just giving thanks is our moments of thanks, but being thankful is a lifestyle. And we've been talking about that. And so I want to tag on that a little bit more. I, I'd like for this to be, this being full of thanks to be automatic to be cyber, to be automated, to be a natural reaction, almost robotic in us, because cyber can also be translated as that. I want it to be so natural that on Thanksgiving, we are naturally thinking about what we are thankful for. That's what we naturally do. But wouldn't it be great if it became automatic, if it became robotic in us to be thankful all the time, to be full of thanks all the time? And I think a great, great time to test that, to, to try the muscle memory is over the holiday season, because... Oftentimes in the holiday season, it's not full of thanks, it's full of stress. It's not thankful, it's stressful. Uh, there's a lot of noise going on, as the Grinch would say. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of pressure going on. In 2020, who knows what it's going to look like in 2020. Um, my guess is that some of those things might be heightened a little bit. But if we can become automatic, we, we can be, become automated, we can become cyber thankful, I think that our holidays, number one, are just going to be way better. And number two, I I feel like our life is going to be way better. If we can learn in this stressful time of the holidays to be thankful, the stressful tends to dissipate a little bit and the thankful begins to increase a little bit. And I think we not only enjoy the holidays more, but we also enjoy life more. So what I don't want us to do is to turn our thank off. We don't want to turn our thank off. We want to, we want to keep thankfulness going throughout our mentality, our perception. So, so let's, let's talk a little bit about that. I came across a, a passage in the Bible. Uh, it's in the book of Psalms. It's right smack dab in the middle of the Bible, if you don't know where Psalms is. And if you look for Psalms chapter 9, and it starts off like this. The first couple of verses says this. says, I'm thanking you, God, from a full heart. I love that. Talk about being thankful. When you're thankful, you have a full heart. He says, I'm thanking you, God, from a full heart. That's what gives us a full heart. Being thankful is what gives us a full heart. He goes on to say here, I'm writing the book on your wonders. I'm whistling, laughing, and jumping for joy. I'm singing your song, high God. And oftentimes, we sing our songs. God says that he's laid out our days also in the book of Psalms right around uh chapter 139, but God has laid out our days and he wants to give us hope and a peace and a future. It says that in Jeremiah chapter 29. And I think the reason why he plans out our days is because those days lead us to that hope and future. And so when we're singing his song, everything begins to change. When I sing my song, the song could be full of anxiety, stress, worry, things like that, right? Um, weariness, but, but God doesn't get weary. And God is love, and, and in his presence is fullness of happy, the Bible says. So when I'm singing God's song, I'm singing a happy song. So we don't want to turn our thank off. we got to keep our thankfulness going, and we can't turn it off. So look at the things that he talks about. I'm going to read it again. I'm thanking you, God, from a full heart. I'm writing the book on your wonders, number one. I'm whistling, number two. Laughing, number three. Jumping for joy, number four. Singing your song, high God. That's five things right there that we can practice so we don't turn our thank off, that we keep our thank on, right? Writing the book on your wonders. Well, I don't know how many of us are going to write a book. I think it'd be great if you could write a book on what you're thankful for, but you don't have to go to that extent. But 
we can text. I, I got a couple texts on Thanksgiving from people I wasn't expecting a text from, but they were thanking me for for who I was in their life. Then I think when, when we begin to write down what we're thankful for, we begin to write down what we've made it through. I mean, we're almost done with 2020 and we're still here. When we can write those things down, even if it's just a sentence or two or few, that's kind of like writing the book on your wonders. I think it's good to sit down and write the stuff down or text it out or or go on social media and just begin to type up things that have been wonderful this year, things that maybe God has done for you or things that have happened to you. But begin writing the book, but not just writing a book. A lot of people are writing a lot of negative stuff out there, but I'm talking about writing the book on your wonders, as it says here in Psalm chapter 9. Then it says, I'm whistling laughing and jumping for joy. Let's talk about the whistling. My house goes crazy over the holidays. I don't know. It's puzzle zone, I guess. But when we start doing puzzles, man, we start getting loopy and we start whistling. Um, we start singing crazy songs. Um, I guess a lot of that's my fault, but I, I do the all, all year long anyway. I'm always making up songs about my wife. I'm always just singing along. But when it comes to puzzles, I get really loopy. And when it comes to puzzles, Everyone else in my family begins to join in. It's weird how that just happens. We just do puzzles and we just just get weird, but we whistle. My father-in-law, man, that guy could whistle. He could whistle two tones at the same time. He was a fantastic whistler. That guy could whistle during stressful times. For instance, like playing Tetris. I don't know if you've ever played Tetris before on the old Nintendo, but man, that would get up and then the music starts getting faster and faster and faster and, and I'm getting anxious even thinking about it, right? And he would just whistle as those pills, I think it was the one with the pills, Dr. Mario, Dr. I don't know, but all these things are falling down and he's about to die and he is just whistling. And I said, God, I want what he has. Maybe that's one reason why I go so crazy on puzzles, but when you whistle, you change the atmosphere, you change the environment. Try doing a little bit of whistling. And if you can't whistle, then maybe hum a little bit. But just seriously, just try it right now. I mean, my favorite whistling part in the holidays is the song White Christmas. And Bing Crosby sings in it. I mean, he starts to whistle. Dude, I try to copy it, but I cannot copy it. It is so good, but every time I try anyway. And I think whistling is a great thing to practice. And I think it's a great thing to do to keep our thank on and not to turn our thank off. So write the book, send out some text, send out some social media posts on some wonderful things. And try whistling, try practicing it right now. Let's let's do the, the, the Bing Crosby whistle right here. See if you can copy that. It doesn't matter if I can or not. What matters is that I tried. And I even started laughing after I tried, right? Because that's what it does. And, and that's the second part. I'm whistling. Then it says laughing. I think whistling tends to lean towards laughing. When laugh happens, the thank, thankfulness goes up. The, the love goes up. The happy meter goes up when we're laughing. So what makes you laugh? Find some funny Netflix, find some comedians, find some uh, of some funny Christmas movies. Man, I I love Elf. I love Christmas Vacation. I just crack up just even thinking about about them. You sing alone, you can sing in front of other people. There's no difference. Actually, there's a big difference. No, th no, there isn't. I'm singing. I'm in a store and I'm singing. I'm in a store and I'm singing. Hey! There's no singing in the North Pole. Yes, there is. 
No, it's not. We sing all the time. No, it's not. Especially when we make toys. I love it when Christmas movies have humor in them because the holidays are about humor. Humor holidays. Humor holidays, right? So try whistling. Try laughing. And then it says, and jumping for joy. Seriously, I did this the other day. I was stressed out. And I jumped several times. And it says jumping for joy. I just, I literally jumped up and down. Now, you can't do this if you're listening in your car, but if you're walking around or no one else is around you or you don't care what anyone else thinks, then just try jumping a few times. Try jumping for joy. So as you jump, say, Yahoo, or yay, or yeah, or whatever else is that you say in there, but try jumping for joy, jumping for happy. Jump, I don't care how you feel. I bet after you jump three times, and you say something positive like yay or right, right on, on or woohoo. You say that and you jump several times. I bet your attitude will have changed. I bet your, your thank off will turn back to on again. We don't want to turn our thank off. Just try it. It's going to change your perspective. It's going to change your holidays. It's going to change your life. It's going to keep your thank on. So he says, I'm writing the book on wonderful things. I'm whistling, laughing, jumping for joy. And then it says, I'm singing your song, Hi God. So number one, just sing in a song is good. I think that's why I got Christmas music playing all the time and I'm always singing along and you don't have to be a good singer to sing. Just sing, right? How does that statement go? Sing like nobody's listening, dance like nobody's watching, something along those lines, but you don't have to be able to sing to sing. It's not about being on pitch. It's about your heart coming out of your mouth. It's about rising the happy inside of you. It's about stirring up the happy down inside of you. And as it comes out of your mouth, it just circulates inside. The happy just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I also am a firm believer that, and we've talked about this in the past podcast, but I'm also a firm believer that you don't have to know the lyrics of a song to sing along either. I just, I just make them up or I have them wrong forever. I thought searching for your lost shake or assault and Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville was searching for my lost chigger saw for, for years until my wife pointed it out to me. I, I, I don't remember what podcast that was on, but um, that we did. But anyway, singing your song, sing a song, man, sing your song, make up a song, just sing. It doesn't have to rhyme. You don't have to know the lyrics. You don't even have to be on key. The point is when you sing, you release something inside of you, your mind, your body hears you sing. And it says, wait a minute, maybe we should change our tune and jump along with what's going on here. I also like how he says, I'm singing your song. Hi, God. So ask God, God, what is your song today? What do you think about my situation? And then you wait for feeling a thought. You wait for him to kind of guide you through an image or, or something in your brain or something on the TV or, or something that you might hear somebody say, you know, God, what do you think about me? Right? So you can sing a song, but you can also sing God's song because God wants to get us to happy. He wants to give us a hope. He wants to give us a future. And he's planned out our days to get us there. So don't just sing your song. Try singing his song and ask him what he thinks. So those are five things right there that you won't turn your thank off. Five things to keep your thank on and stop it from turning off. Write down some wonderful things that have happened and, and even share them with somebody would be great. That's why social media is so great. Texting is so good. But if nothing else, at least write down some wonderful things. Number two, whistle or hum. If you can't whistle or try to practice whistling, right? Number three, laugh. Find something that's going to make you laugh and just laugh, just laugh. Number four, jump for joy. Jump up and down several times and just make some positive noise like, yeah, woo, right? And number five, try singing. So those are five things that you can do to keep your thank on and not turn your thank off. 
And I know maybe you're tired of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving has passed. It's gone on. Why you keep talking about this thankfulness? It's, it's very important. Like it says in, in Galatians, another book in the Bible near the end of the Bible, Galatians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10 says, So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. So don't give up on the, on the thing. I know Thanksgiving is over, but being full of thanks doesn't have to be. And if we don't get tired in being thankful, in working out those thank muscles to keep our thank on, if we don't get tired in that, we are going to reap a harvest, a crop of thankfulness, a crop of, of happy. That's where thankful goes. A crop, like, like I said, I'm thanking you, God, from a full heart. We're going to reap a full heart because when we, when we plant thankfulness, we get a full heart. When you plant gratefulness, you get great. And the last thing I want to say about thank off is this. Don't turn your thank off. Try a thank off. A thank off is a game that Emily in our Happy Talk Tuesday, you guys should join us on Facebook for that. We would love to have you come and, and share your heart and thoughts with us. And it's kind of a uh, a happy talk that we do on Facebook that's, that's guided by the people that watch. It's not just us talking, but but it's guided a lot by the people that comment and stuff like that. And we just get on and we talk about happy things to increase our happiness. And And Emily... Emily is the co-host of the show with me, and she said, let's do a thank-off. Thank-off is just a game that she invented, and we did it. I've done it a couple times now. I did it over Thanksgiving with my boys. It was fantastic. In a thank-off, it's simple. One person says what they're thankful for. The next person says what they're thankful for. The next person says what they're thankful for, but you can't hesitate. You've got to give yourselves a time limit. And if you're not super quick thinkers and you you need five seconds, 10 seconds, that's fine. The point is just to go from one person to the next person to the next person. And what happens is you start being thankful for a bunch of small things that you would normally not be thankful for because the last person standing is the one that wins. So when we go around the circle, or if it's just even the two of you, when the one person hesitates, when the one person starts, like my son got me to lose because he just, he said something that made me laugh so hard that I just, I couldn't do anything else. So I was out, right? Because I hesitated. So... The point is, is that you can't say anything else. You just say that one thing that you're thankful for. And when one person hesitates, they're out. And then you keep going around and until the next person is out, until there's only one person standing. And then you decide what the prize is. But I think the prize has already been won, whether you're in or out. Because even if I'm not saying what I'm thankful for, I'm actually hearing what other people are thinking for. And my boys over Thanksgiving, they just knocked it out of the park. They were saying stuff that I was like, yeah, I'm thankful for that. And then people will say stuff in the thank off that lead you to something that you wouldn't normally think of. So my son's had some good ones, but one of them was he's thankful for technology. I'm like, well, we need electricity for technology. So I was like, I'm thankful for electricity. I wouldn't have thought about electricity. Someone said something that also led me to indoor plumbing. And I don't know. I can't remember what it was that they said, but think of where we'd be without indoor plumbing. So things that you normally wouldn't think of, it's, it's a fun way to get our thank on is by having a thank off. So I'm telling you, do those five things. Write something that's wonderful. Whistle, laugh, jump for joy, and sing. But then try a thank off with somebody. It's only weird because you've never done it before. It's only weird when you do it the first few times. After that, it becomes natural. And, and Emily and I, when we started a thank-off, she said, let's do a thank-off this week on our Happy Talk Tuesday. And she had told me before we'd even started Happy Talk Tuesday that she's having a rough day. And uh, she needed Happy Talk Tuesday. I said, we don't have to do this if you don't want to. She says, no, this is why I need to do 
this because I'm stressed. I'm really struggling today. Um, and so I won't tell you what she was struggling with, but it was, it was pretty intense what she was struggling with. But by the time we got into the, no more than a few seconds into our thank off, she's laughing. And by the time we were done doing a couple rounds, just the two of us, her whole demeanor, her whole perspective, her whole attitude had changed. That's why we do Happy Talk Tuesdays. That's why we put out Penny for Your Thoughts podcast and IGTV. That's why we're doing this very podcast right here. Don't turn your thank off. Try a thank off. So I hope that helps because I really believe that if we continue to exercise these muscles of being thankful, not just giving thanks, not just a moment of it, not just a day of it, but being thankful a year of it, a month of it, a week of it, a holiday season of trying to fill us up. Because like it says in Psalms 9-1, I'm thanking God from a full heart. Because when you're thankful, your heart is full. And when your heart is full, what more do you need? Isn't that what the holidays are all about? To fill our hearts and to fill other people's hearts? So thank you so much for listening. I hope that helped. I've got plenty to be thankful for. I'm thankful for you. I haven't got a great big yacht to sail from shore to shore. Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. What are you thankful for? Steve Ace.